Welcome to the Empowered Feminine Podcast. I'm your host, Kira Foy, mother, author, nutritionist, and women's health expert. I've designed this podcast to help you discover strategies to tame your hormonal chaos, balance stress, and become unstoppable. We'll explore all the things holistic health, success, mindset, motherhood, and creating rock-solid boundaries. Each week, I'll inspire you to level up, not by always doing more, but by being unapologetically you and stepping into your feminine power. As women, we can't always do, force, and push our way through life. That approach always leads to burnout. Join me on my mission to help high achievers like you do less, feel more, and become unstoppable. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Empowered Feminine Podcast. I am your host, Kira Foy. Today, I'm going to be talking about the sales process when you are a wellness practitioner specifically. And that could be anybody who has you know, coaching business who is in that space. It, it would be if you were a fitness professional, if you had a yoga studio, um, if you had a weight loss clinic, if you're a nutritionist, if you're a naturopath, if you are um, a coach, a healer, if you are you know, somebody who does EFT, if you were somebody who does Reiki, any of those healing modalities, this is for you. So I'm going to take you back to 2008. Uh, There's a lot of things that I have done in my business over the last 16 years that have led to the success that I have in my own personal coaching business right now. And one of those very important things was the purchase of two franchises. So in 2008, I purchased two franchises. I mortgaged all the equity that I had available to me in my home, which was everything that I had, (laughs) put it all on the line and bet on myself. So yes, of course, I you know, was buying a franchise and there was obviously some evidence that that would be successful. But at the end of the day, it always comes down to you. So I started these weight loss clinics. I built them from the ground up, from choosing the location to doing the build out, to hiring everybody, negotiating the leases, the whole thing. So it was an absolute um, amazing experience and has made me the business professional I am today. But what I really want to talk to you about is my first week in that clinic. So having set that ground, um, you know, background story about literally invested hundreds of thousands of dollars in these two clinics. It came to opening day. And this was August 2008. And I was so excited, right? Like I really, even though I knew that this required me, there definitely was a part of me that felt like it was kind of guaranteed, right? Like it was, it was a proven Uh, business model. So what happened the first week is that they, the franchisor um, would send in their best salespeople to kind of help get things off the ground. And for many weeks prior to that, we did marketing um, and we had full calendars of coaching um, appointments. So these were all in person and they were completely free and they were supposed to be 
about 20 minutes to a half an hour. And they went through a health history form. And, um, and then it was up to the coach to go in there and, and go through a specific group of questions to really find out more about that particular client and to be able to suit the program to them and address the things that obviously they had not been successful with in the past and how this was going to be different. So, you know, we took sales training on this <laughs> and I sat in and watched many people uh, do this before my actual first store opened. And five days later, my first, the end of my first week was Friday. This clinic was in Ajax, my first one. I found myself driving back to Toronto, absolutely devastated. I had been in so many consultations with so many women and I was exhausted. I was working 14 hours a day and I did not bring on one single client myself. Now, you know, the sales team that was there did bring on a few clients, not stellar, wasn't great, but they did. Um, and so I was really disappointed in my first week that the launch of that store. I absolutely bawled my eyes out. And there was definitely a big part of me that was deep in fear. I was so scared. Not only had I, you know, invested hundreds of thousands of dollars, but also now that I had a lease and marketing and product and staff and all of these things, every single month I had to make in sales at least $30,000 to make a penny. So if I sold anything less than $30,000, that meant that it was coming out of my bank account. And as a single mom, that was absolutely terrifying to me, terrifying. And I remember going through all sorts of thoughts on that drive home because prior to that, you know, I graduated from nutrition school, um, the Institute of Holistic Nutrition in 2004. And sorry, no. I started in 2004. I graduated in 2006. And so I had tried to set up a private practice and I had an office downtown and I even got some media attention. I was in a couple newspapers and I was on TV. And yet in those two years, my business was not very successful. Yes, I made some money, but maybe... $20,000. Like it was, it was not enough to sustain me. So that was one of the reasons why I bought these clinics and I really decided to go, you know, both feet in. And, but because I had previously really tried and found it really difficult and you need to kind of have some perspective here that there was no social media, there was no Facebook, um, marketing, advertising in newspapers was kind of the thing. And that was extremely expensive. Like for my weight loss clinics, I would spend five to $7,000 a month on that. So you don't really have that kind of money to spend when you are, you know, trying to set up a brand new practice, right? I even um, had connections with a, a doctor in Toronto who referred to me, sent me clients, and still it was really, really hard, or at least that's what I thought. And, and so when I was sitting in that car after 
feeling really like a failure. My first week felt horrible and I was doubting myself and I was deep in fear. And I'll tell you, the thing that got me through was that I did not have a plan B. There was no plan B for me. This had to work. I had heavily invested and come hell or high water, I was going to have to make it work. And so when I felt and, you know, was very aware of all of these negative thoughts and, you know, my ego mind trying to tell me that I had made a mistake or this wasn't possible. And, you know, why did I do this? And it was hard before and all of these things. And I realized, wow, so (laughs) this is, this is how you feel about yourself, Kara. You know, like this is what you think you're capable of. And, and then it occurred to me that that was all bullshit. And it wasn't really me talking. And I started to recognize that, you know, that was, again, just the voice in my head, but not me. So I immediately started to deep dive into personal development work. And the very first book that I went to was Think and Grow Rich. And I got the CDs. Yes, there were still CDs at that time. I had CDs, you know, in my truck. And I listened to that audiobook for the half hour, 45 minutes. That was my commute there and back to my clinics every single day. I worked six days a week, just not Sunday because it was actually closed on Sunday. Um, actually, was it? No, it wasn't closed. Maybe it wasn't closed on Sunday. Maybe I had staff there and I just actually took a day off. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it was a lot of work and a lot of hours. Um, so I started listening to mindset work and that's really when everything started to change for me. When I started to comprehend and realize you know, the energetics behind sales. And when I started to connect to what my purpose was, and when I started to focus not on what I needed, not that this clinic had to be successful, not on what, you know, um, what could happen, right? All of my fears and started to be able to focus on why I became a nutritionist in the first place, my purpose. I started to realize that my mindset had been all about me and my business. And so I say this because we've got to give ourselves a check. And when things aren't going our way, we have to look at our intentions and our energy that we are bringing into the space with that potential client. And you know whether that is in person or whether it is online, you know, I have been 100% online since um, about 2016 now. Yeah, 2016 is when I stopped seeing clients in person, downtown Toronto. Um, and, and so it was with that realization that I had not been in a good energy, that I wasn't focused on the right things, that, you know, I was bringing my fears and muddiness to those conversations that I was the wolf at the door, right? I was the one who needed this. I need this. I need to close this sale. I need this to be okay for me. That was my problem. And as soon as I realized that, I went into that clinic. And when I would have a consultation with a woman, 
I would make sure I cleared my energy, that I set my intentions, that, you know, I was going to be an amazing listener and I was going to completely show up in, you know, the best energy possible for that woman because she was here for a reason. And I started having really long intakes, really long consultations. And this is before anybody, of course, had bought anything, right? So I was spending a lot of time. And I did that because the more that I listened, the more that I created a safe space for these women to open up to me, to tell me you know, their fears, to share their experiences, their challenges, the more I connected with them, the easier the whole process became. And so I very quickly went from not being able to make a sale to just, I didn't even refer to it as that anymore. It was like, how many lives can I change? How many lives can I change? And that was the energy that I brought to every single one of those consultations to show up for that woman in front of me because, you know, the best that I could, because what I want you to think about is that, you know, you've got to become amazing at this because you have a gift for the world. And there are so many women out there who need you, who need you to show up, who need you to get over, you know, your fears around the whole sales process and, you know, really overcome your own self-sabotage, right? Your own fear of showing up, your own fear of failure and focus on them. And so that is what I did. And my consultations, which were supposed to be, you know, most of my staff were between 20 minutes and 30 minutes. Mine were never less than an hour and often an hour and a half. But I very soon started to be the person who brought on 90% of the people that walked into my clinic. There were days and weeks where I had a 100% closing rate. And that is because I shared my heart and I was really real with these women. And in doing that, like when you have two clinics and I became, you know, like I brought on 80% of those clients for over two years uh, through two clinics. And so that meant that I literally sat with thousands of women. Okay. We'd have hundreds of clients, um, active clients, but there is, you know, of course there was clients that I, that people that came in for a consultation and chose not to, and that's okay. Um, but it was a ton of experience, a ton. And I'm so grateful for all of that um, because it allowed me to really understand that the basis, the success of my business was always going to come down to my connection with the people that I was serving and being in service. That is what this is about. That is why you went into this as a career, your purpose, because you want to help. And it's about being in service. But you can't just be in service when they're your client you know, and you're telling them all the things that they need, you need to be in service even before they are your client. 
to build that rapport, to build trust, and to be able to be the expert in that room and to carry them through, you know, what has held them back before and how you are going to fill that gap for them. So, you know, I wanted to have this conversation because, oh my goodness, I have, you know, interviewed a lot of nutritionists. I've had nutritionists work for me. And, you know, when I speak to nutritionists about their business, so many of them lament that it's really hard. It's really hard to build a nutrition practice, that people don't want to spend the money on their health or that they're not invested And I'm here to tell you that that is just simply not true. It's not true. And I have um, a masterclass tomorrow. When you hear this, it's already going to be finished. But definitely follow me at Instagram at Kirafoy Inc. I will be doing more masterclasses um, because I'm really diving into the art of authentic authority. And this is how I have built this multi-six-figure coaching business that has so much ease and grace. I have clients who I absolutely adore, who I get to call my friends, clients who worked with me 10 years ago who come back when there's another challenge in their life, clients who have literally been in my VIP program for years because I'm their life coach, right? Like they talk to me every week and it's such a amazing container. And the relationship is so good that it never gets boring. Like I love these women. And so, you know, if you're struggling with your coaching practice for any modality that I mentioned, right? Anything where you were coaching, I want you to know that the key is connection. The key is you knowing yourself. The key is being in service. The key is your heart. The key is your vulnerability. That is what is going to make you successful because it's really hard to always be on the lookout for new clients. You don't want to be that wolf at the door and need to make that sale. You don't want to take on a client that's not a good fit, You know whether they're not ready or whether it's something that you can't help them with um, or you're not sure. You know, you want everything to be in alignment because that's when it's really going to feel good. And the energetics of that, what you give and what you receive feel good to the depth of your soul. And these are the things that have made my business so easy because clients that are successful, when you set them up for success, when you build that connection, you are setting them up for success. And then they want to come back. And when they have other difficulties in their life, you know, maybe you help them um, with, with their fertility. And then maybe later they want to lose weight, or maybe, you know, much further down the road, they're going through perimenopause. And so women go through different times in their life, then they may want support with respect to nutrition. And it's your job to educate them on why they might want to do that, right? Why might they might want to come back again? And, and it's your job to build that connection so that, you know, when or if they ever need again, that you are top of mind. And that is about creating clients that are your friends. And they 
leave you amazing reviews. They refer to you, they come back, and it means that you always have a steady and consistent business. And of course, you're always going to be working on building your business, um, you know, putting yourself out there, working on your own personal growth, your mindset, the energetics of success. But the groundwork is the relationship. So in my business now, I still spend a lot of time with my clients and I have them fill out an application form so that I know, you know what's going on with them. And I do that for a bunch of different reasons. Like I want the clients that I can really serve best. And so the application form, if somebody's really serious, they're going to take the time to fill it out. If they're not so serious, you know, and they're just kicking tires, then they're not going to do that. So it really helps you because you don't want to be getting on calls with a lot of people who are not your ideal client. So having an application form really, really helps with that. And when you start doing that, like, don't be afraid that you're going to push away clients. Remember that when you create the space and when you put the intention out of the type of woman that you want to work with, I promise you that is what you are going to attract. Okay. Like attracts like. So also make sure you got to be here too. Um, so that is my message for you is that sales can be easy, sales can be purpose driven driven. Sales can be about connection and vulnerability. And it can be exciting because how many lives can you impact, right? If you go into it thinking that it's hard not to be successful because even if that woman isn't a good fit for you or your program, you can probably give her some advice or you know point her in the right direction. We are all working together. I really feel that as, you know, wellness practitioners, there is no competition here. Everybody is going to be energetically attracted to what is a good match for them, right? The people who are for you are not going to pass you by. So I have so many friends in this field and, you know, we help each other, we support each other. And at no point is that, you know, is there any competition? So there is more than enough. In fact, you know, it's my mission to help impact millions of women. And I know that I can't do that on my own, which is why after 16 years, I am, you know, turning my focus to helping other practitioners and coaches to be able to create what I've created. It is literally such a gift. I get and have the privilege of working with this woman. I, you know, like I, it's like I get paid to talk on the phone with my best friends. That's how it feels. And I'm building my dream house um, in a community on the lake, on the Okanagan in Kelowna. And I couldn't do any of that if I didn't have this successful business. So I want this for everybody because it's a trickle effect. We can change the world one woman at a time. So if this was impactful for you, if this helped to change your mindset with respect to how you go into you know, a sales call with a new client um, and motivate you to maybe look at different ways of approaching it and you know, your own mindset and your business, I would love to hear from you. 
please leave a review. And you know, Apple doesn't tell us when you when we get a review. So um, send me a message on Instagram. Let me know you left one. I'm at Kira Foy Inc. on Instagram. And you know, screenshot, tag me in it, and feel free to reach out and let me know what other subjects you would love to hear about. So until next time, remember your purpose.